0: Hello, SFFL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, recording on May 5th, and today I'm talking about some of my anticipated Backlist reads. Uh, I'm always looking forward to reading some backlist reads, so I'll be talking about some of those. But first, I wanted to tell you about something new from Book Riot. Bookriot.com co-founder Jeff O'Neill explores the wide bookish world, interviews, lists, rankings, retrospectives, recommendations, and much more featuring people who know and love books is what you can find on our newest podcast, First Edition. You can subscribe to First Edition on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. On some of the recent episodes, uh, we had Kelly and Vanessa digging into the legacy of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. You know, the adaptation just came out. uh, A long-awaited, much-anticipated adaptation. And from everything I heard, it's really good. So you get to hear about that from Kelly and Vanessa. There's also Rebecca and Jeff correctly determining the It Book of April, question mark. Uh, (laughs) That's a challenging thing to take on, but I'm sure they did a great job. Um, And you can also hear from expert Professor Erica Williams about Nella Larson in honor of the new Complete Fiction of Nella Larson collection. So definitely check out First Edition. Again, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, now let's hear from a sponsor, and I'll talk about some of my anticipated backlist reads.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Song of the Silks Realms by Judy Eilin. Shuei is a talented young musician who was orphaned at a young age. Her sole family is a kindly uncle, but then her uncle is killed, and she is, of course, devastated. With no family and no patron, Shuei is facing the possibility of a lifetime of servitude playing the chin. Then one night, she is unexpectedly called to perform for the enigmatic Duke Meng. He surprises Shuei further with an irresistible offer. Serve as a musician in residence at his manor for one year, and he'll set her free of her indenture. But the Duke's motives become increasingly Increasingly more sus when he and Shui barely survive an attack by a nightmarish monster. It's like, what what's going on here? So this book is a sweeping epic romanticy that follows a talented young musician who is swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young duke. And who doesn't want to be swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young duke? She's living all our dreams, honestly. Make sure to check out the new book. And thanks again to Song of the Six Realms by Judy I. Lynn for sponsoring this episode. This episode is sponsored by The One That Got Away With Murder by Trish Lundy. Robbie and Trevor Cressmont have enough wealth to ensure they'll never be found guilty of any wrongdoing, even if everyone believes they're behind the deaths of their ex-girlfriends. Let us all take a collective angry sigh at that. Lauren O'Brien, the new girl at school, has a dark past of her own, and she's desperate for a fresh start. Except when she starts a relationship with Robbie, her chance is put in jeopardy. During what's meant to be their last weekend together, Lauren stumbles across evidence that might just implicate Robbie, And after a third death rocks the town, she must decide whether to end things with Robbie or risk becoming another cautionary tale. This is an edge-of-your-seat YA thriller that's perfect for fans of Karen McManus and Holly Jackson. Make sure you pick that up now wherever books are sold. And thank you once again to The One That Got Away With Murder by Trish Lundy for sponsoring today's show. All right, I'm going to
0: start with a science fiction pick, and that is This Is How You Lose the Time War – by Amal El Motar and Max Gladstone um, and the reason the reason I'm anticipating this and it's risen to the top of my TBR is because I just remembered while scanning my bookshelves a little while ago for another podcast episode, I saw the book on my bookshelf and realized that my sister-in-law lent me the book more than a year ago. <laughs> So I was feeling kind of guilty that I hadn't gotten around to reading it yet. And it has won so many awards. So many people have loved this book. And I have been wanting to read it, but I kind of let it slip. So it won like a a Hugo, Nebula, and Locus Award for Best Novella. Kind of amazing. Um, And from everything I've heard, it is a really great... um, adventure-packed, interesting, romantic read. And I also can't think of an epistolary SFF I've read, um, a science fiction and fantasy book where it is composed of letters. So I want to say that the last book I read like that was gosh, no, I can't even remember. I can't remember. So I'm really curious about it. I'm really interested in reading it. And it's about time so that I can actually tell my sister-in-law I read it and return her book to her. Um, And I'm also really intrigued because the, the actual description of the book is really interesting. So this is a story, if you haven't heard about it, about two competing groups. They're are two warring factions who are going up against each other, trying to win the war, win the battle for their side because they think they have the best interests of the people in mind. Um, And then there are two agents, two rival agents from these different factions who are, of course, working for completely different causes, opposing causes. And then one of them finds a letter from the other one, and this begins this sort of exchange between these two rival agents, and also it begins a romance that blooms between them, which is very dangerous, as you might imagine. They are agents who are not supposed to be friendly with each other by any means, So I'm really curious about how this story develops, um, and I'm also really excited about getting a science fiction adventure story because I love a good adventure tale. This is also a shorter book, which, as you might know, I am particularly fond of. It's a novella, as I mentioned, so it seems like a quick read, um, and I'm sure it packs a lot in. And I'm really excited to finally, finally take it on and catch up to everybody else who has read and loved this book. And I can't help but hope for a happy ending for these two people. So again, that was This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El-Motar and Max Gladstone. Now, my next pick is a fantasy pick, and it's the Pendulum – oh, Under the Pendulum Sun – by Jeanette Ng. And this is one I'm almost certain I came across by way of a list of under the radar fantasy books. I'm pretty sure that's how I first stumbled upon the title, because I had not heard about it. So that does fit. It is under the radar for me, at least. But everything about it from the description I read sounded like perfect for me I was kind of shocked that I hadn't come across it and hadn't read it before but this is a gothic fantasy set in a world where the fey folk are chaotic and unnerving and I love a book where fairies are not like nice and goody-goody but are actually um mischievous and dangerous (laughs) I've read a few of those and I really I just love that I love it um and yeah, I've been wanting to read this ever since I heard about it. It's about It has missionaries in the world of Faye and this world of Arcadia and a woman who travels to Arcadia in search of her brother. So Catherine Hellstone is the main character in the story. She's looking for her brother Leon who's disappeared. Um, he went to Arcadia for missionary work and was not heard from again. So she's trying to kind of figure out what happened to him and, you know, retrace his path. But that takes her, of course, to this legendary world um, that is kind of mysterious. Not a lot of people talk about it. Not a lot is known about it, even though missionaries obviously go there. Um, So she makes this really dangerous journey and she ends up at this house of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. (laughs) I think that's how you pronounce it. And as you might imagine from like a gothic fiction tale, this is a dominating, this house is a dominating presence. It's a dark presence. And there are lots of things that are, again, unnerving and unsettling that happen here, especially to Catherine, who is taking on this mission to find her brother and ends up with the attention of the Queen of the Fae upon her. And that's not a good thing uh, from what I have gleaned from this (laughs) description. Uh, She sounds like a particularly tricky person to be around, a particularly dangerous person to be around. So she and her whole court are um, imperiling Catherine and her brother and Catherine has to figure a way out of this situation, this fraught situation. Um, Everything about this is just completely compelling to me. I don't really know a lot about the story. I don't know what to expect, and I kind of like it that way. But the premise is really interesting and new to me. I cannot say I have read a book about missionaries in the world of the Fae. Um, and also the cover is amazing, the cover art. I'm listening to the Libro FM um, audio book right now, and it has a different cover, but the one I see on Goodreads is particularly epic. It's this uh, sort of purple illustrated thing. Go go look it up. Go look it up and check it out because I kind of want a physical copy now just for that, that cover art. Um, so yeah, really excited about this one. And This Is How You Lose the Time War, again, I was talking about Under the Pendulum Sun by Jeanette Ng. And that's it for me and my anticipated backlist reads. Wish me luck on finishing these and actually being able to return <laughs> my science fiction pick. Uh, but until next time, SFF Yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyatbookriot.com. And if you have a moment, we would love it if you reviewed us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you listen because it does help people find us. And in the meantime, you can find me online on Instagram at and S-C-A-I-N-A-B williams.